The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So welcome, everybody. Welcome tonight to Happy Hour. My voice is a little froggy, but I think I can make myself heard. So tonight, I just want to spend a few minutes, just some introductory remarks on loving kindness, metta, across differences, across divisions. Um, I'm going to start with a story. So some years ago, my friend and acupuncturist, Jorge, told me about how well his soccer team was doing. And he explained that in their division, they weren't the most talented or even the best trained, but that they had this extraordinary rapport, this friendliness among each other. And so that they could perform really, really well in the field. They just got each other. There was a lot of trust, collaboration. And he talked about how even amidst all these other teams, many of whom had like much more talented or professionally trained players, they were winning the division. And they were winning the division because these more talented teams weren't pulling together. They didn't have the same kind of cohesion that Jorge's team had. And that collaboration, that kindness, that ease made all the difference. When I was preparing tonight, I ran across a blog post that reminded me about this. It's from, I'm reading this, the Saskatoon Insight Meditation Community in Canada. And in it, this anonymous writer, a hockey player, talks about generating metta, loving kindness, for people who are behaving in difficult ways, let's just say. People for whom with whom the only thing this person had in common was that each thinks the other is a jerk, right? And nonetheless, like they'd be on opposite sides of the hockey bench, right? Nonetheless, when they went out on the field to play, they would pull together. And they did their best to help each other out because as this person wrote, in the end, we win or lose as a team. This is the kind of meta they found useful when someone was acting aggressive, belligerent, hostile, or inexplicably difficult in some way. Instead of simply responding out of that very human first impulse of outrage, anger, unfairness. Instead, they would envision the other person as if both of them were on the playing field together where it doesn't matter who scores because everybody wins because the goals are credited to the whole team, not to one person. And then they describe this sort of mental experiment of trying to figure out what play the other person is making, what goal they're trying to score, right? The goal on the playing field of life. And regardless of the play and how irritating it is, the goal all of us are trying to score is to be happy, safe, at ease, right? This is the goal beneath all of the other goals. And at this fundamental human level, all life 
is on the same team. We might have different ways of expressing it, confusing, even hurtful ways of expressing it to each other and with each other. But that fundamental wish weaves amongst all hearts, right? So metaphors, you know, they're very personal. Each of us, each of you, please pick your own. Some people find they have different ways of accessing kindness and compassion, even on different days, right? But um, for example, if developing kindness or compassion for someone I find difficult, it might be helpful to imagine them as a baby or a small child or on their deathbed. I found as a chaplain, people that I might not otherwise have anything in common with are really easy to connect with. When they're dying, we all die. So whatever form it takes, tapping into some kind of goodwill, unifying wish is useful if we live in a heart divided, a house divided, a neighborhood or family divided or a nation divided. So tonight, the U.S. is televising hearings about a sad chapter in this country's history. And my invitation to all of us is to practice expansively. You don't have to go there, but we'll build up to it. But the invitation is to include practicing goodwill across some kind of sense of division or difference. Even if it's within your own heart, within parts of yourself that you've divided out. It's said that loving kindness and the ancient teachings has the power to create social cohesion and friendship. So the invitation is to begin that possibility, at least privately, in and for our own hearts. Okay? So those are my introductory remarks. And um, I'm now going to mute you all, really just mostly in case someone comes in not muted so that they don't inadvertently cause some kind of disturbance in the meditation. And um, we'll be meditating for about half an hour. So please mute anything that is inclined to beep, buzz, ring, alert, vibrate, or otherwise interrupt your experience, especially technological in nature. Feel free to turn away from the screen if you prefer. You are, of course, welcome to keep your camera on if you wish. But really moving into your own body, your own relaxation. Softening the eyes. Softening the face. And closing the eyes if that feels safe. Hospitable in this space.
And starting by just acknowledging wherever this body, this heart, this mind is at, whatever that is. Maybe greeting it, a little half smile. Hi, how are you doing? Perhaps taking four or five slow breaths into the belly. Long and slow out. Relaxing, letting go on the out-breath. Letting go of the words, any tensions, any extra energy or thinking that it took to get here. Feeling the support beneath the body, the cushion or chair. Allowing yourself to be held, supported, cradled by the support beneath you and by the boundless support of the earth beneath that. And attuning to the whole body, pulsing, vibrating, motion or stillness, warmth or cool. Noticing any places of tension or relaxation. And inviting, softening around any stuck spots. Attuning to the vibrancy of the body. Perhaps settling on the breathing as your anchor of attention. If that doesn't work for you, feel free to choose whatever object of attention does work. Hearing embodied sensation and adapt these instructions. Resting the heart, the attention on the in-breath and out-breath, the rising and falling of the belly or chest, or the rising and falling of sensation. 
If the mind wanders, stepping back into a larger awareness, oh, wandering, and inviting again the experience of this body to be the center of attention. Awareness of breathing, body of this moment. As the attention settles, setting the resolve the Aditana to meet each experience with kindness, goodwill, justice. Now gathering the attention in the torso, especially the heart center, the area around the heart, the center of the chest. Noticing the sensations, emotions there, in the in-breath and out-breath. If it feels natural, offering a sense of kindness on the out-breath. Receiving on the in-breath. Noticing any shift in sensation, even by invoking kindness. 
Now calling to mind a person or a being who is simple, easy, makes you smile, maybe brings lightness to your heart. Maybe someone you don't know all that well, but like an animal for whom you have easy affection. No one for whom it's tough or complicated or sad. Perhaps envisioning them. Having a felt sense of them nearby. Or even just the idea of them. Wishing them kindness, wishing them well. Perhaps using these words, or just wordlessly, or words of your own. Be safe from inner and outer harm. Be peaceful. Be free. See. Peaceful. You can imagine bright light from the heart, from the body, maybe radiating through all of your cells out towards them, touching and infusing kindness. Through this heart and that heart, both hearts. Perhaps imagining a response, seen or unseen, felt, heard. And allowing maybe a smile to come to your lips or your heart.
feeling how it feels to offer goodwill to this other one. Allowing kindness, goodwill to ripple out through the body in whatever way feels right right now. Now taking a step back, maybe zooming the camera out, and consciously including yourself in this field of goodwill, kindness, benevolence. May we be safe from inner and outer harm. May we be peaceful May we be free.
Allowing these wishes of kindness to saturate all corners and quarters of this heart, mind, and body. All corners and quarters of the field with this other one. Radiating like a star. Perhaps moving outwards in the breath. And receiving goodness. It's fine to stay here. This feels nourishing, grounding, settling. And the invitation is to expand the circle with you and this other one, offering kindness outwards to your neighborhood or area, to those nearby, human and non-human. Be safe. Peaceful. Offering these intentions and trusting they are doing their work, acknowledging with kindness anything and everything arising in the heart and mind and body, including that too.
in kindness. No need to force or make anything happen. Allowing. Intentions of kindness radiating outwards and inwards. From time to time, refreshing the intention. Of goodwill for all that arises and moves across this heart and mind in this moment. Nothing left out. And now, the invitation is to expand the circle of kind intentions to some other one. It can be a person, 
part of yourself, a group, with someone seen as other, someone where it feels like there's a sense of division, difference, a wall or a moat of some kind. There's no need to condone behavior. There's not even a need to like or to understand. Just to acknowledge whatever difficulty perhaps is manifested. Could be the result of confusion. Delusion. Some misdirected energies. But far beneath the surface, no matter how hidden or malformed, lies the wish to be happy, to be safe. peaceful, free of suffering. In this core wish, sending along a wish of kindness to this other or these others. May you be safe from inner and outer harm. May you be peaceful. May you be free. Offering that wish and being kind to anything and everything that comes up in this body, heart and mind, even the intention to offer kindness starts at home.
And no letting go of any particular aiming of kindness towards anyone. Settling into this heart and this body for a moment. Feeling exactly what's there. Wishing yourself well. Allowing breath, sensation, emotion, thoughts, intentions to flow through like wispy clouds or weather through a sky, a heart that can hold it all with loving awareness. Savoring any feelings of warmth or kindness and allowing being with everything else. As becoming my custom when teaching happy hour, I want to invite you. You're welcome to stay with yourself, stay inside if you want. But the invitation is to stay in this space of metta, of kindness, and take a moment to send kindness to the other people in this Zoom room. Maybe looking at their videos or their squares with their names, if it feels okay, turning on your video, just sending kindness, metta, goodwill to your fellow practitioners. Eyes open, eyes closed, just fine. And either way, trusting, knowing that as you're sending kindness, The others on this call are sending it right back at you. Taking a moment to take in this wonderful community.
We have just a moment or two for any short responses, reflections anyone wants to share. You don't have to. You're welcome to chat it. Or maybe you've got more than one screen. So raise your Zoom hand and name it. Can be a comment, can be a question, it can even be a complaint. That's okay. I'm curious how that was for people. Thumbs up. Thank you. Thank you, Jean. Thumbs up from Diana. Thank you. Yeah, and like actual thumbs or reactions are fine too. If you're not feeling verbal yet, it's cool. I get it. Great. Thank you all. So um, the invitation now is going to do um, breakout rooms. You do not have to participate in these. You're absolutely welcome to hang out in the main room silently while everyone else does breakouts. And then we'll all join back together in about six or seven minutes. But I do want to just um, let me see if I can do options here. Okay, we're going to do six minutes plus an extra 60 seconds. And the invitation is to talk about if you choose to join one. What helps you feel kindness with people who are different than you are? Whatever it is. Thank you, Dave. Dave writes, enjoyed it immensely. Thanks, Sangha. So um, if that prompt doesn't resonate, please feel free to talk about any part of loving kindness practice that feels helpful for you. I'm going to send you off now, those of you who want to go, and we'll see each other again at about 5 till. Welcome back. Thank you. I always love your segment. I, I wish that you had like a regular day every week for this summer. That you would be, even if you're only once a week teacher, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mary Christine. I'm here the next two Thursdays too. Actually. Oh, fantastic. Great. Wonderful. Welcome back, everybody. So um, I'd love to hear any reflections on how that was for you or about the practice, anything you wish to share. 
wisdom that you learned or imparted or challenges that have happened? What's on your mind? Yes, please, Jesse. Yeah, I really appreciated this practice today. And uh, what I got from what you were saying was just um, the subject, this idea of divisiveness or being divided, me being divided in myself. And what I noticed was that when I notice resentment, it's, it's already in, <laughs> it's in progress. Like it's already has momentum. And so two practices that I hope that I mentioned in the breakout group were to, to practice loving kindness, like immediately, you know, for the person, place, or thing, the object of the resentment, but also myself, you know, that I'm, cause I'm maybe trying to avoid some type of pain or wound or something. Mm-hmm. And then to uh, uh, maybe like actually seek comfort somewhere, like in a, seek refuge um you know with a friend or something like that thank you beautiful there's so much wisdom in what you were just saying right to immediately move out towards the other and towards your own heart um it's so true right if there's already resentment happening something's already been brewing whether or not we were seeing it and then the extraordinary helpfulness of community a friend of of connection yeah thank you those are great any others I'm realizing i can't see the chat so i'm going to get to a point where i can see that too Yes, Marianne. Hi. Thank you. That was was really, really helpful. The the one part that I really felt, really felt some response, especially, was something about having the loving kindness filling your whole body, like all the way down to your toes. Mm -hmm. And that, yeah, that seems like that was, that was really, really great. So thank you for that, especially. Wonderful. You're welcome. I'm curious, like having it go all the way down to your toes, what was helpful about it? Uh, it was the physical, like the, it made it kind of a physical um, uh, embodiment of, of Menta, I think. Not just like, well, I'm going to be kind now in my head, but just to, it, it seemed like also very, uh, like a, a flowing thing coming out of the heart a lot and just filling up the whole body. Nice, nice. So, yeah, this can be a deeply embodied practice, right? It's beautiful that you discovered that. Like the, For me, anyway, it's been really helpful to get my body deeply involved. Toes, fingers, cells, bones, whatever, right? Wherever it works. Um, so delightful, a delightful image. It was your image. (laughs) I don't remember saying toes, but that's great. (laughs) Uh, We have time maybe for one quick other one, if anyone has something they want to say. 
And otherwise, um, thank you all. Thank you for your practice. It's such a sweet sangha. I really appreciate being here at happy hour with each of you. And just dedicate our time together. May the benefits of our practice here together ripple out through each of our hearts, bodies, fingers, toes, bellies, backs, sides, through any corners of our own hearts and minds, any corners of our own lives and out beyond, touching all beings in the path of our good intentions. May all beings be safe. May all beings be peaceful. May all beings be free.